Hey everybody, welcome to another edition of NASCAR Radio. This is episode 165 of NASCAR Radio, where trading cards and racing meet. I'm your pal Val, and with me is the man, the myth, the legend, PSA, and White Castle Hall of Famer, Logan. Logan, how are you today, tonight? I'm feeling penalized, but, oh, wait a second. It's a false alarm, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness gracious. We got a great show for everybody today. We'll we'll cover that, I'm sure. Um, yeah. <laughs> we're going to talk with racing recap. We had a few races last week. We're going to have King's Court at the end of the show, but in the middle in that sandwich is our main topic, which is going to be the 1989-90 TG Masters of Racing, but I guess with a twist. So mm-hmm. yeah, I don't we're know if What's that? So we're going to kind of piggyback off of uh, our la- our episode when we had the uh, eighty nine ninety TG Masters of Racing. This this goes along with it. It's kind of historical. This is a I'll say continuation or a addendum to that one. So yes. All right. I guess we should get to it. Yeah, buddy. All right. Going to the Crashman Truck Series. They were off. They're still off. They're sitting around. I guess waiting for the. Oh, you know what? I think I'm wrong. I know I'm wrong. They actually have the, this is going to be the last race before the championship four. And it's going to be the Baptist Health 200 at Homestead Miami Speedway. That's going to be Saturday, October 21st at 1 p.m. Eastern. Uh, Let's see. Corey Heim is basically the only one in the catbird seat. Everybody else is fighting it out for the final three spots. Yeah, it's it's going to be interesting to see what happens down there with the trucks. Yeah, Carson Hosevar is pretty much a lock. I think Chris Neckis is pretty good at minus 24. And Nick Sanchez, minus 30. And then everybody else is minus 33, 35, 49, 66. So it's kind of, I think, a free-for-all for those bottom two. So you win, you're in. Mm-hmm. So Zane Smith can pull out a win. He uh, will shake up the apple cart since he's in the eight spot. Yeah, that that would be kind of cool. He could do it. Oh, yeah, he was our winner. I think was it last year? Yeah, he was our winner, uh, twenty twenty two Crashman Truck Series champion. Yeah, I think that was the like the was that the only race he had won that year? I think I don't remember. I and my other note shows that Corey Heim was rookie of the year. So how'd you like to be rookie of the year and win the championship the next year? Yeah. That'd be that'd be like reminiscent of uh, Ty Gibbs. So or Dale Earnhardt Senior or Okay. Yeah. There you go. All right. Moving over to the Xfinity series. That was race number 30. And that was the Alsco uniforms 302. And that was Saturday, October 14th at Las Vegas, Las Vegas motor speedway. Uh, Riley Herbst was our winner. Highest finisher. He was Chandler Smith at position four. Yeah. Finally, he broke through. Finally. He did. I was happy for him. Yeah, he's had a lot of bad luck. So I'm glad to see that he, he finally, I mean, he's he's had it in him. He's just had terrible luck with his cars or being involved in somebody else's deal where they, when they crash or whatever. It's just not been good for him. Exactly. Uh, what am I looking for? I'm looking for our Riley Herbst cards. Talk about his first cards. In 2018, Dunruss in that next in line insert set, 
people are familiar with that because Haley Deegan is also in that that set. And there's also Signature Series there, the ones uh, next to it. And there's a few parallels for that next in line. That's a cracked ice and below it, and then the regular base above it. Then, like I said, the Signature Series. Also in 2018, Panini Certified. Only Certified Next Signatures in Certified. And then in 2018, Panini Victory Lane. He does have a base card there with the different parallels and printing plates. No autographs in Victory Lane, but there are three versions of the base there. I mean, the base and the parallels, sorry. Well, one thing I can say, of course, you know, it seems like every week I critique these autographs. And, you know, at least he's got an RH. It's it's better than a scribble. So I'll give him that. Yeah, and he takes that, the tail of the, of the R to cross his H, so. Yeah, pretty pretty cool. But you got to, you know, improvise. So we signed a whole bunch of them, so. And then our highest finishing rookie, Chandler Smith. We had talked about him, I think it was last week. And he's in 2021 Dunro Signature Series. 2021 Panini Chronicles, a few different of those sets of, of Chronicles, the base Chronicles, Chronicle Autographs, Obsidian, Score, Score Autographs, Select, Select Autographs, Spectra, 2021 Panini National Treasures, and also 2021 Panini Prism with the base card there, all of the parallels, numbered, unnumbered, and Panini Prism Signing Sessions. And this is the one I have a note on where there's only a few actually on the checklist, but there's others available. So they've gotten out either through Panini points or some other way. So, yeah, most likely Panini points is, is what I would think. Cause I, I think I remember seeing some way back when, and that's something they haven't done in a while. We, we haven't seen any new racing autographs come up to be available in the Panini points. So I'd like to see that because I've got a few points I've saved up. Yeah, it's no good if you have points waiting to go and they're not refreshing that. So no, and, and I don't care about getting. I mean, I I looked at it the other day just to see what they had. I, I'm not worried about getting Ty Dillon or somebody like that right now. I want I want to get somebody different or new. I guess it's good and bad. It's good that all the redemptions are coming in on time, so they don't have any overflow to go out to Panini points. But it's bad if you have panini points and you're looking for for something else. So, yeah, for sure. Catch twenty two. Can't win, can't lose. All right. Uh, next race is going to be race number thirty one. That's the Contender Boats three hundred at Homestead Homestead Miami Speedway, and that's Saturday, October twenty first at three p.m. Eastern. So we got a double header on Saturday. Fun times. Very good time. So it's only two races left before the championship on November 4th. And this is in the Homestead Miami is one of them. So it's going to mm-hmm. be, it's going to be good. Yeah. I'm going to be sad though. Cause all this stuff is coming to an end. I'm telling you, I don't know where the year went, but. And then moving over to the cup series. That was race number 33. And that was the South Point 400. That was Sunday, October 15th at Las Vegas Motor Speedway. Kyle Larson was our winner. Highest finishing rookie was Ty Gibbs. Yeah, Kyle Larson. I 
I saw the handwriting on the wall with that one. I knew he. I I, I knew before stage two ended us that he he's got this one in the bag. Unless he does something stupid, or you know, he did hit the wall at one point. But uh, unless he does something really stupid, he's got this race. Yeah, I I don't know what to say. He um, he's looking strong. He's punched his ticket to the championship four. He's already got one title. I was just thinking about the other day. It's like, well, if he gets another title, he's going to be first round ballot Hall of Famer. He, he, he still might be a first round, but you know, it all depends. He's going up against, but a two time winner. So we'll see. There, of course, there's going to be a three other guys that will we'll have something to say about that. But yeah, you know, I saw a lot of folks on Twitter. I uh, will not name any accounts, but a lot of them were going, who's your championship pick for, you know, for the championship or, or the, what they were, I guess what they were really saying was uh, now that Kyle Larson's won, is he going to win the championship? Is he your pick for the championship? And, I, and I'm like replying back saying, Hey, we got three other people. We got to get in there first before we decide who's going to win the championship. Let's just don't freaking give it to him right now. And, and so I, I know how much you love him, but William Byron probably has something to say about that too. Yeah. We'll, we'll see. And then like I said, it, we will see, but he will be one of the guaranteed four running for the championship. So, well, you know, um, Dale jr. I was watching his, the Dale jr. Download mm -hmm. and he picked his final four, you know, a long time ago. And Kyle Larson was not in his final four and Kyle Larson is not in my final four. So I messed that one up as well. So, but I don't feel as bad since Dale Hart Jr. Didn't pick him either. <laughs> we know when it gets down to here, all bets are off. That's true. I mean, we can talk about it now. <laughs> Ryan Blaney, uh, penalized post-race inspection, Goes to bed, wakes up. Forget it. You know he was he was like DNF last last place, and then oh, just kidding. Yeah, you just yeah. We we were in in an alternate dimension. We we're sorry. We didn't didn't aim to do that. <laughs> yeah, uh, but from so, what I heard, they had an issue with the um, measuring stick or the tool that they use to measure the shock absorber length. And uh, they found that out that it was not calibrated correctly, and they gave him back his his position in points and all his points. So that's good. I'm glad. Oh, very much. Um, he's very ex excited because um, I'm sure they would have maybe find them a lot if it goes from one swing to the other. Right? The other one is you get a DNF, and then you probably crew chief and everybody else uh, gets in in trouble or suspended or whatever and goes the other way. It's like, ah, nothing to see here. We'll get you a free voucher for a concession stand. <laughs> <laughs> yep. All right. So Kyle Larson cards, which we've talked about, but we'll go through them quick. They're in 2013 press pass fanfare. There are some parallels there. Some die cuts and all that good stuff, magnificent materials, and also different levels of autographs with die cut and everything else as well. Uh, they're number 225 or less. And then also 
2013 Press Pass total memorabilia. Just a few parallels of that. And the Rising Stars autographs, numbered 125 or less. Four versions of that from the very scarce, seems to be issues back in 2013. You don't see yeah. it. You see it anymore. Everybody's got those in their collections, and they're, they're not willing to get pry them out. No, I don't blame them. I mean, I can remember going to Target and seeing those total memorabilia blasters, and buying just maybe one or two, but I didn't buy a lot because I didn't. It was total memorabilia. They didn't have autos, so it's like, why? I want to get a chance. I want a chance for an auto. The autos were in the blasters. They were? Yeah, so I tweeted out a photo. I was looking through my mm. photos on my my machine, and I came across like 2017 Black Friday sale. I picked up 2016, maybe it was 2018, I don't know. It, it was, but the 2016 certified, I want to say, you know, they're like 30 bucks, $40 a box back then. And then 2013 total memorabilia, I think Blowout or somebody was having like $10 a blaster but you only got one pack you got yeah. one pack so it is uh feast or famine but you know for 10 bucks i bought i don't know it was 15 or 20 of them or whatever it was but that's where i got all my josh berries i didn't get any any larson autos but i got a few berry autos and um base base larson and base josh berries but I ended up getting a lot of those uh, total memorabilia signed by him. Yeah, see, I I, I I don't know why I thought they didn't have autos in them, but I, they're I just more scarce. It's not. I don't think it was. It was like an auto or memorabilia per per box. So you know how that washes right. out. Anyway, so yeah, and then for our highest finishing rookie, Ty Gibbs, twenty twenty. We've talked about him. We'll we'll get ready to not talk about him anymore. But the 2020 uh, Chronicles, different uh, parallel, not parallel, insert sets there or sets there, as well as autographs in the 2020 Panini Prism. No base cards there. Yep. And we're done. And we're done. We're done with Ty Freaking Gibbs. Yes. (laughs) Our next race is going to be race number 34, and that's the Forever 400 presented by Mobile One, and that's going to be at Homestead Miami Speedway Sunday, October 22nd at 2.30 p.m. Eastern. Stagers are going to be end of lap 80, 165, and 267. There are two races left before the championship race on November 5th, and Kyle Larson is... Locked in to the final four there. Yep. I'm, and Ed? Well, I was going to say, I'm sure William Byron's going to join him. Probably Denny Hamlin. And then I think after that, it's it's whoever. So we'll see. Yeah, we'll see who, uh, who has the magic touch. If one of them can win at Miami Homestead, or is it going to be a non-playoff driver? It could happen. It's happened before. It sure can, and it has. So, 
moving over to Formula One. They were off. They are racing next race, number 18, October 22nd at the United States Grand Prix. And Max Verstappen was our winner. I mean, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, so that's going to be 3 p.m. Eastern. And they that's, like I said, still race number 18. I think they're racing 23 races this year. So still got a few more left. They're going to be running until uh, middle, late November. So, Like right before Thanksgiving, right? I think so, yeah. Because mm -hmm. I have, I think... Vegas is the second to last race, and that's November 18th on my notes. So the next week will be, was it Abu Dhabi? Abu Dhabi. Yeah. And this weekend is also Circuit of the Americas. So uh, if you're going... Make sure you stop by the Tops booth. They should have another giveaway. They and should. Grab some, and grab some extra packs for us. Yeah, send us a few packs. We'd like that. That'd be awesome. Yes. <laughs> Remember your friends at NASCAR Radio. <laughs> right. So this is going to be the second of three. should be the second of three giveaways. The last giveaway will be November 18th at Las Vegas. Mm -hmm. So exciting i'm i'm really uh curious to see how those look and who's gonna be was it like 10 i think i i, I, I know, know i know we're put on a spot but i know it was yeah, like three. I, I, I thought it was like 11 or something because i think it was gonna be uh the 20 drivers and 20 drivers and some of the crew chiefs or whatever yeah yeah anyway. it is 10 because you're right it's 20 drivers and then the the 10 um, not the crew chiefs, but the, the team principals. Thank you. That's right. It's ten. It's ten cards. So per per race. I know we haven't yeah. talked about it since Miami or a few weeks after Miami. So yeah, because the math the math checks out. I just I just did it in my did ciphering in my head. Good job. Uh, of course, Miami has been a long time ago. It seems like, and then uh, yeah. Circuit of Circuit Americas, and then uh, Vegas are back. I'm not back to back, but pretty close. Anyway. We're beating that horse. So, <laughs> uh, okay, that's it. IndyCar is done. Yep. Um, do we want to do any shout outs and sponsor thanking? <laughs> yes. I, uh, when we were talking, I knew we'd missed that. So I figured when we come back around, we'll get to the, <laughs> Yeah. You went right, in, right into the race recap. I'm going, huh? I'm, I'm kind of like going, what? Yeah. Yeah, it was kind of like on the Toy Story 2 where they're doing the channel flipping and they go past Al's toy barn. He's like, I'm not going back. I'm keep on going until it comes <laughs> yeah. back around. So I was like, all right, we're doing that. We're, we're going to go track. back around. Yeah, we'll, we'll, when we come back around, we'll, we'll get it. Yeah, so uh, we do want to thank our sponsor, Panini America, and, of course, our shout-outs as well to Davis Family, uh, which is at Turkey Racer 6. Kyle Katz, Skid Marks, I didn't buy these. Used to be fast. Tim Mozzie, Jason Freeman, Beans Ball Card Blog, and Misha Wines for the YouTube comments. Uh, we read them, so please leave them. Lots very of great active discussion. On, yes. Yes, very active. And for that top 10, Dale Earnhardt Jr., that was a, that was a great, a great, uh, I, I enjoyed that, that list and those cards. Not crazy hard to get, just a little bit 
of um you know um not scarce but you know if you're trying to find some high grade stuff and if you're trying to find some wax if you want to you know open some boxes they're not crazy i think they're what 50 70 bucks maybe that yeah. you can open some of these packs and you know maybe work on a, a psa 9 or 10 or something so and you never know you could get you know like the gold card out of the 94 wheels high gear so second yeah. second series not series one series two remember earnhardt good jeff gordon bad yes uh -huh. <laughs> Gordon bad. <laughs> when it comes to the front of that of that box, right? Series <laughs> two. Jeffy right. bad. Yeah. Um, some updates. Chronicles looks like it's still on schedule for October twenty seventh. Got to remember what month and everything I'm in. So as we're recording, we're looking at like nine days. So uh, should be next week. This should drop Friday, so yeah, we should start seeing the checklist here soonly. So hopefully we'll we'll have it. Yes, I am looking forward to the checklist because that will always give us an idea of who's included, who has cards, who doesn't have cards, maybe some insert sets that weren't on the sell sheet, and vice versa, right? And we know Spectra is out of here and Immaculate is sliding in. Yep. So, um, it'll be awesome. Yeah, I mean, there could be some surprises. We, you know, we've heard heard a few things, but we we, we don't know what could what could be in there. We'll see. Well, they all have some. I was gonna say they all usually have some surprises here and there. So, uh, yeah, and Russ and other things. So, uh, the the checklist will help reveal those. Ooh, I like how you did that. <laughs> All right, where are we at? Uh, main segment. What time we got here? Okay, still. Yeah, we're good. All right, the 1989 TG Masters of Racing. We covered it a few episodes ago. Uh, that was the set that was put out in 1989-90, but it used the images from the Rayman collection when Rayman retired. Um, I think we were reading some of the verbiage from the magazines that they were um, you know, picked up by I forget the two people and created that set which was amazing because a lot of those photos were black and white for newspapers and stuff but Rayman had all those you know, color photos so it made it perfect for for cards anyway, and were photos that nobody had seen. Cause I remember talking to Dane Turner and he mentioned that the blue on Ned Jared's car that some people were saying, like they thought it was a different shade of blue or whatever. And he's like, when those cards came out, cause he had gone to the NASCAR office in Daytona and handed out those packs and stuff like that. So they could see them. And, you know, everybody just loved them because those photos had never been seen before, right? And right. Like, and people were like, "No, that's not the right blue for Ned Jared." And like, no, that's the, that's the blue, that's the photo. So, because there were no other, no other, you know, photos. Think about it, right? Right. I mean, Ray Man was he was just one of the few people out there that was actually shooting in color. 
way back, right. way back and, when. And so you had the Racing Pictorial magazine. So if it wasn't in there, if you didn't see that Racing Pictorial magazine, you didn't see it in color. You were looking at the newspaper, whatever. It's in black and white. Yeah, because a lot of the newspaper men, I mean, they were shooting black and white. They, they had no reason to shoot color. Yeah, even though, you know, the racing leads, you know, the colors and uh, those cars, even F1 and everything else, they just, you know, just are very colorful. Yes. So, um, so we did cover those a few weeks ago, but we got kind of a little twist on them where we were able to acquire some of the original contracts for um, the subjects in that card series. Right. So what, what we, what we were able to acquire were, like I said, the contracts that were signed and, you know, it, it tells you, you know, kind of a little bit about how they're going to get compensated and things like that for the, you know, the use of their, their likeness and images. Which is always cool to kind of see, how how those are were structured back then but you know the, the the good thing about this is is when you think about it for us as collectors this is a piece of of trading nascar trading card history because we we have the actual contracts from you know when these cards were being produced and getting permission to use images so and, and there's a lot of hall of famers that we were able to get and then some pretty obscure autographs as well. Right, because it was a large set, large um, base of drivers. So we'll, we'll uh, go through some of the photos to remind folks what some of the cards look like. And then we can bring up uh, some contracts and, and kind of go through some of the verbiage. And then we can um, investigate some of them. So, um yeah. We were we were able to pick up what seventy I think seventy seven contracts something like that it was a lot we split them we, Val and I had a lottery and we split them <laughs> but but they're 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 now safely in our collections you know and of course they're not going anywhere anytime soon now yeah so well folks kind of like uh, we'll see here you want me to pull up one for um, for Tim or June Johnson or and Jared. Yeah, these these are the the ones that I got the contracts that I I got I got the Ned Jarrett and I got Tim Flock and Junior Johnson contracts and, and keep in mind these are actually signed by you know the actual drivers you know Hall of Famers whatever you want to say and uh, which makes them you know highly collectible and you know very to to both of us they're they're highly prized. Yeah, because I think it ties in with the the card and the signatures, and it was the basically the release and the contract to allow those drivers to be in that set, these sets. So this Junior Johnson card here that you see, uh, you know, is because of this contract here. So we can uh, zoom in here and. Let me yeah. see. Yeah, you, you can you can see we we can read. I guess we can read this if we want. Um, you can see at the beginning it says, um, you know, this license agreement is entered into whatever you know date and date between Junior Johnson and TG Racing Incorporated, a Florida corporation, located at 
5820 Sattel Drive in Orlando, Florida. I may have to Google that address and see what that looks like now. Yeah, that's that was the uh, where uh, Dane Turner and those guys were. Yeah, yeah, because it was um, because it was a short drive for him to go from Orlando over to Daytona. Right. When he went and and, and showed everybody at the office when after they were printed. Yeah, and, and TG Racing stands for what? Dane Turner and Gene Granger. Something like that. Yes. That's where, that's, that's where the TG comes from. Right. I think we, yeah, we talked about it last. Yeah. Uh, uh, you want me to screw down, scroll down some more? Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll read the first couple of uh, paragraphs. It says, uh, go back up a little bit. TG Racing is engaged in the business of producing and marketing collector cards, calendars, posters, prints, and other related items with respect to race car driving. All such items hereafter collectively, collectively called products. TG Racing would like to acquire the right to use licensee's name and likeness on the following terms and conditions. And then it's got the, the duration of license. It says this agreement shall become effective as of the date written above for the term of two years and will be renewed for additional consecutive one-year terms. Either licensee or TG Racing may terminate the agreement by sending a written notice to the other party at the address listed above. Uh, not less than 30 days prior to the end of the term. I'll let you read number two, and we can, we can just kind of skip, you know, alternate. Yeah, so royalties. A, as consideration for licensing entering into this agreement, TG Racing will pay licensee a royalty on all net sales of each product that bears the name or likeness of licensee. The term net sales will mean TG Racing gross sales less Quantity discounts and returns. Licensees' royalties shall be determined on a product by product basis as follows 20% of the net sales of each product will be allocated to a separate license pool. Each product license pool shall be shared pro data by all licensees whose name and likeness were utilized on that product. So that's so basically. Kind of cool. Yeah, so they're basically taking twenty percent, putting it into a pool, and that will be split up by the amount of folks who have agreed to do the licensing, which is at least seventy-seven that we know of. Yes. All right. So number three, it says royalties accounting. Within thirty days after each calendar quarter, TG Racing will furnish to the licensee a statement of licensee's royalty due accompanied by the royalty payment. So basically, I guess they're going to send them a check every 30 days. Nice. So at least they're getting some money. And so in under miscellaneous, this agreement is our entire understanding and no change changes of this agreement will be valid unless in writing and signed by all parties. This agreement shall be under the laws of the state of Florida and shall be binding upon the heirs, legal representatives, successors, and assigned to the parties hereto. All right. Number five, grant of license. Licensee hereby grants to TG Racing the right and license to use licensee's name and likeness in connection with the production and marketing of TG Racing products. Licensee represents and warrants to TG Racing that no contract or commitment in conflict with this agreement exists 
and that the licensee shall not grant any other party any rights uh, inconsistent with this agreement. Licensee understands that TG Racing will copyright its products, and notwithstanding the termination of this agreement, TG, right, TG Racing's rights under the copyright shall remain in effect. So basically, what they're saying is, if you sign this, you don't have an agreement with anybody else, and we're, we have an exclusive deal with you. Yep, and it's signed there with Junior Johnson and printing his name. Yeah, and then Gene Granger uh, was president of TG TG Masters of Racing. Yeah, TG, TG Racing. Racing. Yep. So that is one of those contracts. Whoop. You can see that's 1989. Yeah. So it was like two years for that. And, you know, getting some of these guys who were not, you know, so we're talking about 89, 90. We have 89 Max being released. Um, let me show this one here. Yeah, and you, you have to think that in 89 Max, you've got Ned Jarrett in there. You've got Junior Johnson in there. There's several people that are in 89 Max that are also in the TG Masters of Racing. So apparently it wasn't as exclusive as we thought. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I don't know if... So this looks like a reoccurring. The winner circle, I think, was a one and done. Yes. So I don't know if that played into any of that or not, but so here is um, Lee Petty. Yeah, that's one that Val's got. That's one of his. So that license right there, that contract allows <clears throat> for that that card there of of Lee Petty. So. And then um, we'll see one more of yours. Yeah, and I've actually got some of the, the real contracts. Like here, here's the here's the Junior Johnson one that, that Val showed that I've got right here, which you can actually see. And the, the, like I said, these are these are not photocopies. These are the the original signatures on these contracts. Right, it's it's a real real deal. It's the real binding contract that they used in order to make the cards. Yeah. One of the flock flock brothers. Yeah, so that basically, you know, allows for that card there in the middle of Tim Flock. <clears throat> yep, and, and as Steve Grad would say on the contract, we've got live ink. <laughs> yes. Yes, yes we do. Shout out to our buddy Steve Grad. We had talked we don't we don't hardly talk about Steve Grad. No, I guess that's a good thing. <clears throat> Sometimes we talk about him it's cuz it's not for good, so. Yeah, here's it and here's that here's the here's that contract for real in 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 real life. Yeah, so it's a different take, but you know, it it mar marries that you know the the trading cards, and and the autographs, and the autographs, and to be able to you know license and produce these these cards without these contracts, 
these these uh, drivers would not be in uh, in these sets. So. Yeah, one of the one of the contracts that we were hoping would be in there, and I think Val and I would have had a pretty pretty good fight over it. Would was going to be Wendell Scott, but the but you know we asked about that, and the person that had these contracts before us, um, he said he didn't see it. So I don't know what you know that may have gotten lost or taken long before they got they got to uh, got to us. Yeah, there there were a few other folks who had these this collection before before him. So yeah, this collection's moved around quite a bit. I'm just I'm just honored to to have the chance to own some of these. Yeah, let's say one one of the ones that uh, <clears throat> that I have that that uh, I do like. Yeah, see, Val's, Val has the Cale Yarbrough and Maurice Petty. And, yeah, he's got – this is a good one. He's got Louise, Louise Smith. Yeah, so she's actually from Greenville – or was from Greenville, South Carolina. And um, – oh, I got to untake that off here so you can see. Yeah, you can see where she lived, too. Oh, yeah. In Greenville, South Carolina. I, yeah, I just know because I'm not far from there. Um, but well, she's like one of the first ladies of racing. She really liked racing. And I don't know if her husband owned a, a body shop or a wrecker or whatever it was. But she she, uh, she was tough. She, she liked to race. Well, you, you saw that one card where she had that really bad wreck. Right. And she walked away from that. That's amazing. Yeah. She uh, she was in a few races in NASCAR. There were a few ladies who, who raced. There was Sarah Christensen, Louis Smith, and um, Ethel, Ethel Mobley. Mobley. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so I was uh, excited to be able to have this in my collection, this, uh, this, this contract. Yeah, I, 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 that's one of the few I wish I could have gotten. <laughs> and let's see, what's one another one of yours? Here, I'll show one real quick. Here's Ned okay. Jarrett, Hall of Famer. You can see where he, where he lived at one point. Well, that's Route One, Box One Sixty in Newton, North Carolina. So, and his, you know, his signature over the years is pretty much the same. If, if you notice, I think he has a good, good autograph. Yeah. And here, here's one of our favorites right here. Yeah, there you go. You're showing the Ned Jarrett. Yep. You see right there, he's got, he's got some, an addendum. Look, look, the, go back to that contract. Oh yeah. Okay. And th this is, I think this is how he was in max. If you look at that. All parties agree licensing has right to honor other contracts in effect and to make new contracts with others. So he he was able to um, wouldn't wouldn't be an exclusive for him. Exactly. That, that's why he's in Max and this. Well, you got to remember, Ned Jarrett was probably uh, what's the right word? You know, he he had probably signed a lot of contracts in his oh, life. Yeah. And being a champion, 
and you know all those wins and having endorsements and stuff like that some of these other guys might not have had those level of endorsements and stuff or were getting into the the card industry and licensing their their likeness right yeah well you know not only that you know ned was in front of the camera you know cuz he was he was on CBS you know with with right with all those guys so he he knew he knew what to do. He it wasn't his first rodeo. But I'm sure, you know, with TG Racing, they probably looked. I don't say necessarily didn't hold them to exclusive on stuff. So I'm sure they probably didn't. Like so here, I'm Fred showing, yeah, I'm showing another one, Fred Lorenzen. Yeah. So hold on for a second. So that that card there in the middle of. Uh, Fred Lorenzen. I was gonna say for his, did he have any kind of addendum on his? He does not have any addendum on his okay. at all. There's nothing extra. And I was looking at Kyle Yarbrough. I did not see. He's one of the ones that I have. Yeah, that's a cool one right there. It didn't say two gene on there either. <laughs> did you know how oh, yeah. like to personalize? <laughs> yeah, he did. That's very funny. Yes. He he uh he didn't do that until about I don't know ten years ago or whatever, maybe. Yeah, maybe I haven't heard less, how, but... how he's doing. I oh yeah, I I have not heard anything either. I hope he's doing okay. I'm yeah, I mean it's one of the things that these great drivers of, and legends of NASCAR history and unfortunately we all get older so or do I know it <laughs> uh, oh Maurice, P Maurice Petty I want to show that one that's another one yeah the chief yeah having won he didn't race much but he won a lot of championships so yeah as a crew chief he, he, he won a lot of championships he he wasn't a crew chief, but he was you know he was the Dale Emlin was the crew chief, but as 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 the I think those titles yeah I think those titles were kind of I don't want to say loose they they only came came into fruition later I guess these guys were <laughs> around cars so young yeah oh and, and speaking of Maurice Petty shout out to the Petty brothers. Uh, Timmy and Mark and Richie, who have their own really nice, cool, incredible YouTube channel where they talk about a lot of NASCAR history and you get a lot of insight uh, into a lot of special things that happened in NASCAR, you know, back in the 60s, 70s, 80s. Yeah, it's interesting. There's no address for him. And it's signed. Uh, and it's January of 90. Now, he, he did the help with the winter circle set in 89. So, so this is January of, of 90. Yeah. So, I mean, that, again, that's for <laughs> that card there. But 
But that's it for um, for that. We thought we'd show some of those. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm looking to see if there's any any other oddball ones. I'd, yeah, here's here's one I'll show real quick. Um, Val, you can show some too. Here's Jack Smith. You know, and I think Jack he won like what 21 races. I think he was also in the very first NASCAR race as well. He's yeah, he. Yeah, he's the one we've been talking about, like, should be in the Hall of Fame. I don't think he was at 19, maybe, or something. and um, Or being the 50 greatest drivers, so. Yeah, he should have been. Yeah, he should have been the 75 greatest drivers. So this is Herb Thomas. Look look how he signed at the bottom. It just says Herb. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not even, it's not even the same color ink, so. It's uh, black, so I don't know who. Who, who did that? And yeah, here, here's one, Bill Blair. And I think Bill Blair was also in the very first NASCAR race, if I'm not mistaken. But he only won, I think, three cup races. Look look, look at his middle name, William Ivy Blair. Shout out to uh, his son, Bill Blair Jr. Yeah. And, of course, I got a show. I got uh, Marvin Pants. Got to meet a him cool a few times. And uh, let's see here. Here's Frank Mundy, Frank Rebel Mundy. Nice. I like I like this one. I met him in Atlanta in 1992 at a racing collectible show. He has a fantastic autograph. Yeah, him and him and Tim Flock were both there. That's that pretty show. cool. Yeah, he. I think he won like three races as well. In Cup. And here's Gober Soulsby. Oh, I love this one. I already had it, and I don't think Val had this autograph. I, so. Yeah, I don't. And uh, you know, I know of him from going to the Racing Hall of Fame at Dawsonville. Mm -hmm. He's in the what the Georgia? Thank you. Yes, the Georgia Hall of Fame. Um, you know, pre pre NASCAR. Um, yeah, Raymond Parks and Roy Hall those early names yeah and here's dave marcus uh i wanted to show dave marcus there's been some chatter on him here lately um always have loved dave marcus uh, i liked it when he drove later on and drove the prodigy car the number 71 car <laughs> <laughs> but you know he did he did a lot of uh testing for the iroc series i think he helped test the iroc cars he also did a lot of good good year tire testing as well that's why he always has that goodyear hat He's, it's like me with a PSA hat. Yeah. You know? Um. So you have Dave Marcus there in the 1988 Max set, and here's uh, Buddy Arlington, also 88 Max. That's a cool one. And here's here's Johnny Allen, and he uh, he won one race. See, he typed his in there in the bottom. <laughs> Johnny <laughs> Allen. So it's funny how these. These different drivers did different things. I mean, I'm sure a lot of them, this is like the first time they'd ever seen any kind of contract for trading cards. Because you got to think, this is 1989, and you know Max has only come out a year earlier than that. So this is all fresh and new for everybody, right? And most of these, you know, these guys weren't at the track all the time, or got to you know see the effect Max had 
and it's distribution no. and other stuff. So you have this other third party coming in, um, you know, trying to to make cards of legends and not of the current day, right? So that was kind of I, I could imagine that conversation, like, yeah, we want to make cards, not for the current, but just for these retired guys. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll show one more real quick. Tiger Tom Pistone. Nice. Pistone, I think that's how you, the proper pronunciation. But oh, Tiger Tom from from Illinois, from up in the Chicago area, because he raced at Soldier Field. He sure did. And I think he won two Cup races. I think. I so. think that sounds about right. So. So yeah, these are, these contracts are really really neat. Um, they found their forever home until something happens to me, and then my son will have them, and God knows what he'll do with them. <laughs> yeah, I think it's just a good um companion to the tg masters of racing card so well you and i both are stewards of nascar trading card history anyway so this is just a, a perfect thing to add into our collections yeah i don't the only thing probably better than these would have been you know some 88 max contracts so yeah i wonder where those are they're, they're out there somewhere yeah i don't know Somebody's got them locked. Somebody's going to be like us. They've got them locked up. Yep. All right. Uh, any other news or anything else before we go into King's Court? We talked uh, about Blaney. Um, we talked about the Chronicles is still on. Yeah, we talked about Chronicles. Uh, I did get some emails today from Panini. The 75th anniversary cards from the 2023 Donruss, the autographs that are on card of Richard Petty, the hollows, which did not ship with all the rest are being shipped. So I had two of them. So I have two of them coming. So I'm glad because that was honestly the one I really, really wanted the most. I mean, Junior's good to have and, and Jeffy Pooh's good to have. All those are good to have. But the Richard Petty hollow was the one I wanted the most. And it would be awesome if I get number 43 out of the 75. We'll see what happens. We will see. But the, but for those of you who have those redemptions, they're on their way. Good to know. All right. Anything else? No, that's, I mean, it was kind of a slow news, news week this week. So that's all I've got as far as, you know, news nuggets or hobby news nuggets or whatever you want to call it. Okay. So that's it. All right. Here we go. All righty. This week's King's Court, we're going to start off with a, a bang here with this first honorable mention. This was on the 14th of October. It's a 2008 Press Pass Showcase Dale Earnhardt Elite Exhibit. True one of one, and it is a true one of one. It's an awesome card. This card went out for bidding, and it landed at $265 at 14 bids. I think that card went cheap. Honestly, I think 265 was a great price for that card. I would agree with you. I think, um, won't say it was stolen, but I think, yeah, it should have gone for, for I won't say double this, but it should have gone for a, a little bit more. Yeah. I mean, I, I put an estimate on it of like four to 500 bucks. Yeah. I, I would agree with that this, um, this is a great card. Yeah. And it's the only one. 
<laughs> that it is. Yes. I thought about bidding on it, but uh, I knew some other folks that are friends of, of ours that were bidding. So I said, no, I'm not going to do that. Uh, plus, you know, I don't have a lot of money right now uh, due to some other circumstances. So um, congrats to who got it. And we know who got it. Yeah, I was going to bid on this, but because of the time I, we were doing something, I think I was I wasn't at the house. We I don't know what we we're doing. We we're doing something. And I was not around, and it slipped through my fingers. Well, you know, with my brain the way it is these days, that, that happens quite a bit. <laughs> <laughs> but, hey, my, you know, that, that's awesome. I'm happy for whoever got it. So, Yeah, it's uh, it's an awesome card, man. You can't go wrong with any senior one-on-ones. Nope. All right. So our uh, honorable mention number two. Wow, here we go again. This was on the 14th of October. 2003 Press Pass Authentics Dale Earnhardt Race Shoes Glove, one of three. And uh, and keep in mind, this is this is just a glove, and it went out for bidding, and it, it ended up at four hundred and four dollars and seventy cents with forty five bids. Wow! <laughs> so somebody really, really wanted that card. Thank God it wasn't number three of three. Oh my God! No kidding. That that would probably would have added another hundred dollar premium on it, if not more. Well, the person who maybe has the three or three is the one who bought this. I'm thinking, uh, you know, trying to get all three. Yeah, can you imagine having all three of those cards? Oh my gosh! I mean, and these kind of cards just don't come up very often, and that's why they command these prices. Yeah, there's not a lot of senior stuff, and to your point, it just it's just not out there. So. No, you know, that's people awesome. that are diehards collecting these, you know, they can dig deep for these because they don't come up, right? So it's basically their ground card coming up, giving you best shot. Forty-six bids, forty-five bids. That's great. That's that's impressive, man. I would I think not have guessed about, that. Yeah, I think it went for about what it should go for. I think that's incredible. Wow. All right. So this next one's kind of weird. This is our Joker of the week. This was on the eleventh of October. And I'm going to read the description as they have it. It's a rare one-of-one one eBay 1988 Max Talladega Streaks Myrtle Beach Edition number 10 CGS 9.5 WCG. That's the description. Okay, as, as everyone knows, and if you don't know, um, the very first printing of the 1988 Max was the Myrtle Beach printing, which how many did they print, Val, did you say, of each card? I think it was... Uh... I think it was a print run of a million cards. So I think it was like, was it 10,000? Yeah, of each card. Yeah. So and then they came through and did the second printing, but they've, you know, made modification. I think the second printing was like 22 million. Yeah. And this is the card that became Dare Waltrip. Dare Waltrip is, is card number 10 in the, se in the second printing, the Charlotte printing. Right. But needless to say, this card is not very rare. I mean, it's, it's, Kind of hard to get, but it's not that hard. But what really killed me about this, and this is why it's so odd, is they were asking $799.99 for this thing. And guess what? You know where this thing ended up at? $250. Oh, my God, no. Keep going. I don't know, 400 <laughs> 
higher. I'll tell you what the price is. It went supposedly, and this is what I saw on uh, 130 point, $649. Yeah, I don't know about that. First of all, that card is not a 10 at all. It's not even, not even close to a 9.5. It's very off-center. It would I don't even think that would be a PSA 9. Um, yeah, top to bottom is off. And, and not to mention, of course, this card is not that rare. And that's part of the reason that Val and I are here, is to help educate people on what's tough, what's not tough, and, and know what you're buying, know what you're getting into. If somebody really did pay six hundred forty, because I'm gonna I'm gonna look going forward to see if this card shows back up. But if somebody really did pay six hundred forty nine dollars for this card, they got taken to the cleaners. Yeah, because I I want to say, and I haven't been in the market for a PSA ten of this card in a while, but I want to say like a PSA ten used to be like two hundred two fifty. Uh, maybe. Because, you know, it's only it was a low pop at the time of only like 10 or something. And a lot of people were competing for the Myrtle Beach uh, set registry. So, but to your point, if you get a uh, first edition factory set, you know, you're going to get this or the Myrtle Beach wax packs, you'll get this. This is one of the first cars that got pulled, uh, like you said, to make room for Darrell Waltra. But. Uh, there are examples, you know, out there. It's not uh, like a super short print. It, it's it's a tougher card, but it's not. It's not. Uh, I don't think it's that. No, it's not that tough. And there are eighteen PSA tens out there. Okay. Just just so you know, and thirteen nines. And like I said, I don't even think if this was to go to PSA, I don't even think it would be a nine. Quite honestly, um, I think it might be an eight, eight point five on a good day. So, you know, that just goes to show you these, these fly-by-night grading companies, um, you know, their standards are, are quite lax compared to PSA or BGS or uh, SGC or companies like that. So, yeah, there's 18 of them out there, Val, just so you know. Okay, thank you. And 42, 42 cards have been graded total of that card. So, yeah, I... I yeah, again, that's what, 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 why we're doing the show. We're trying to educate folks. Exactly. Um, you know, just to be able to spend wisely, um, try not to overpay. So, yeah, because again, this card is not that difficult. You can still buy complete, unopened, boxed Myrtle Beach sets, factory sets. So it's not it's not that tough, and you can get the factory set for way cheaper than what you pay for the single card. Yeah, I was gonna say you can probably get it for three hundred, maybe more. But you're gonna get also the hundred count cover card and other other ones as well to for that price. So, but yeah, yep. All right, what else we got? All right, so next up, we've got our Jack of the Week, our young driver. This was on the sixteenth of October. It's a PSA ten Lando Calrissian Norris. He shows up a lot for us. 2020 Tops Chrome F1 Sapphire Sapphire Aqua out of 99. That's a nice looking card. I like that card a lot. And um, so this card actually, they were asking $1,499.99, and it settled on a best offer of $1,250. Bucks. So wow. that's a PSA 10 for 
and it's the 2020 Sapphire edition. So, yeah, Sapphire it's little, edition. It's a little tougher, but yeah, yeah. it's it's a nice. I mean, I can definitely see you know where Lando, you know where he could be in a few years. So, mm-hmm. I think he's he's up and coming. Um, he's got the talent. Uh, they're just now getting the car closer to matching his talent. Right. So, you know, kudos to whoever got it. I think it's a fair price, you know, considering today's F1 market. Um, and it could be a, you know, I, I'm not an investment guy, but I mean, going forward, that could pan out for you. You never know. Yeah. And again, the PSA 10, and we know how those uh, Chrome cards are. So there's a different premium for a PSA 10. On, on oh, no. Chrome, so. Oh, no doubt. That's because we know we know that the they had a lot of manufacturing issues with those. Right. So, yeah. So cool card. Congrats to whoever got it. Yep. All right. Next up is our Queen of the Week. This was on the 11th of October. It's a 2017 Donruss Racing Ashley Force. We don't have Danica. We don't have Haley. We don't have Tony B. This week, we've got Ashley Force. It's a signature series. One of one. And uh, they had a buy it now price of $350. And guess what? Somebody click. went click. Yep. And they bought it for 350 bucks. I would have liked a better photo. You don't even see the corner edges in the back. Is... Oh, I know. It's, it's not a very good. Those pictures are terrible, actually. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. So, I mean. They but, could have done a better job with the pictures, but, uh, and not only that, you know, you look at, you know, I'm, I'm not trying to, to, you know, make, make these cards sound bad or anything, but you look at the, the sticker autograph, part of the auto goes off the sticker. So, you know, there is that. Uh, yeah. But, but I, you know, uh, a one-on-one of, uh, Ashley force, I, you know, I, that's not a bad, I don't think that was a bad uh, pickup. No, I don't think so either. Cause there's not that many of those out there. I, in fact, I don't know how many one-on-one she even has. It, it can't be very many. Right. Uh, yeah. You know, and she is John force's daughter, you know, and she is a champ. So, um, she's won a lot of wallies. So I think it's a good pickup. I think three fifty. and eh, I don't know. It's a one-on-one that may be okay of a price. You know, I don't know. I'm kind of, teeter-totting on, on that one. But yeah, but she's, I, I guess what I'm saying is she's actually won some stuff, so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah she's actually won some stuff, so yeah. So if you're going to pay uh, money for a female driver, a lot of money, pick a winner. And, and she's a winner. Yeah. So, cool. Alright. Alright, so next we've got our King of the Week. Here we go again. This is just like last week. In fact, it's the same seller as last week. And not only that, we've seen this card raw before. But this is, of course, uh, this was on the 13th of October. It's a 1972 STP Racing NASCAR Richard Petty rookie card. Very rare. uh, PSA 2.5. They were asking $2,450. And it went for $1,900, which is the same price the other card went for last week. Which was, in my opinion, a much better looking card than this one. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I don't remember 
that the paper loss there or crease, and then, of course, on the edges. Yeah, the one last week I think was a much better example. Oh, no doubt. Um, this one was raw on eBay for a long time, remember? Oh, okay. And then I guess yes, this fellow okay. bought it and had it graded. Yeah, I don't remember what they paid for, but you were saying this one was uh, 1900 Yes, this was 1900 Wow. So they made a little bit of money off of it, and, that, and that's fine. Uh, but it, it's just, you know, I didn't like it when it was raw. I, you know, but, you know, I'm, I'm not going to quibble over that because these cards are, are rare. So I think Yeah, I was going to say, you know, like, all right, I, I don't, I have a mantle one. But it's still a mantle, right? Exactly. Exactly. So, and there's no telling what this card will be, you know, in five, ten years or whatever. So, you know, it, it's kind of funny, though, you know, and we've talked about it these last few weeks. These cards, all of a sudden, we've seen a lot of them come out of the woodwork. You know, that one guy had like six um, that, that he found. And to me, that's a that's a heck of a find to find six of these cards. But, um, again, as we've talked before, it's a NASCAR glamour card. It's a grail card. It's on the Mount Rushmore of NASCAR cards. I mean, this card is the card. And I, and I think Val and I are victims of our own, you know, talking about these cards because, you know, we've talked about them. And I guess in a way we've probably hyped them up on this show, but they are rare. And I think that's what's part of the reason that, that they're getting the prices that they're getting these days. I think, you know, we we point out um, about how rare they are, and you know, be able to give the 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 story about them, so it gives more context to scarcity and and everything else about them. And you know, of course, naturally, it's Richard Petty, and so when you think of NASCAR, who do you think of? So it's, um, you know, it's some of the earliest examples of. The, these trading cards and uh, you know it doesn't get much better no it it really doesn't get much better than this i mean i think every collector of nascar trading cards out there wants one of these cards in their collection uh, and i've seen folks who collect other sports and they want the stars of some of the other sports so i've seen you know back when, when i was on the psa boards Back in, you know, 2010, 2012 and stuff, you know, they're they're grabbing this card and they're grabbing um, um, Jack Nichols uh, golf and, and mm -hmm. you know, some of these other, um, not necessarily the super mainstream sports, but they're grabbing the big names right in their, their first card. So, yeah, um, you know, I'm looking at the pop report right now. There's been there's still just only 32 cards graded of the 72 SDP Richard Petty. See, I thought it was a lot more, so it's still pretty low. Yeah, and there's only one nine, one eight, and four sevens, and then there's nine sixes. Wow. And of these two point fives, uh, there is two of them, and it was from that same seller in population. So very rare card. Um, congrats to whoever got it because you, you picked up 
our version of like what Val said, our <laughs> baseball's 1952 tops Mickey Mantle card. That's that's what I equate this to. Yep. All right. All right. So next up, we've got our ace of the week. It's our one of one. This was on the 16th of October. It's a 2022 National Treasures booklet. One of one, Dale Earnhardt Jr. Jumbo Patch Auto. And that's, I think that's a piece of a hat is what that is. That's not a uniform. That's part of the hat. It was that New Balance or whatever, I think, maybe. Is that what yeah, that is? Yeah, I was is? looking at it. It is embroidered. That's not a screen. Yeah. But they were asking $1,000 for this, and they settled on a best offer of $550 for this, which is about what Dale Earnhardt 101, Dale Earnhardt Jr. 101 booklets are going for. is around the $500 mark. Somewhere in there. So it's nice. Yeah, it's nice. It's Dale Jr., man. You know. Yes, sir. It's 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 a cool it's a cool little. The only thing I can say about it is it, it's not multicolored, but it's it's a hat. So what do you expect, right? Yeah, gonna say you know if that patch was a little bigger, but you know you can't <laughs> you can't pick the patch. But it you know it's nice, big auto and big. Uh, swatch there so it's not a horrible price no it's like i said it's it's a normal price because you know we've seen a lot of these on the show and that seems to be right around the going price anywhere say from 450 to 550 so you know it's right in the ballpark yep very nice all right cool all right lastly we've got our royal flush of the week this was on the 15th of october the 2020 tops chrome f1 antonio giovanazzi Auto red refractor five of five. It's a PSA uh, eight on the card and a 10 on the auto. And it went out for bidding and it landed at three, three, uh, three thousand five hundred and fifty dollars with 18 bids. So, not a bad card. He's got he's got the little bitty scribble on there for his name. Um, <laughs> But at least you see an A in the middle there. So yep. I guess that's a G that comes around or something. But notice one thing we did not have this week in King's Court. No Max or Lewis. No Max or Lewis. Very strange week. Yeah. And so if I remember right, this driver, he's in F2 maybe? I think so. And, and doing well, because I remember um, looking at the F2 standings and looking at Com C for 2020 Chrome, and, and I want to say this is one of the names I seem to remember. So, again, this is massive speculating here uh, for someone who's not in F1 yet. Yeah, 3550 for someone who's not in F1. That's, that's a pretty hefty price to pay. Um, for, of course, it's out of my league. <laughs> yeah, PSA 8, Auto 10. Yeah, it's not my sandbox to play him, but uh, I just wanted to make sure, you know, who, who the driver was and, you know, they're not currently on the F1 circuit. So, unless yeah. I'm mistaken, but I believe that's uh, – my, my knowledge of F1 is not as deep as NASCAR, but I'm working on it. Yeah, we're getting there slowly but surely. We are. We are. A few more years will be, be right there. So, yep, we sure will. 
But like I said, <laughs> don't play in this sandbox. So whoever got it, that's awesome. You know, you got one of five. So yeah, and, and I like the way that card looks because you know he's got the red in his uniform and it's a red, red out of five. Yeah, and I think that white pops with that too. Yeah. So it's uh, a nice sticker, looking card. Yeah, the sticker kind of runs over that, but yeah, I, you know, we we talk about the reds before and and that the red background and the the white fire suit with the red trim. It's and the name also in white. It's it's a great looking card. Yep. Yep. Congrats, uh, whoever got it. Yep. Very cool. Well, that's it for this week's King's Court. All right. Uh, anything else? Just <laughs> looking at our time here, we're over an hour or so. I know it. It happens every week. We never. It's rare that we're under an hour. Um, you know, same old thing. Hashtag skid marks, which, um, and then Ty freaking gives, and then hashtag slab fire. Yeah, slab and, fire in there. Okay. And again, we saw a lot of slab fire tonight. We sure did. Sure did. All right, wrap this up here. Not to keep everybody. Again, we appreciate everybody watching and listening to the show, podcast, or YouTube, or uh, wherever you get your your podcasts. And we appreciate everybody listening all over the world and watching. I think that's it. Nothing else. I don't. I don't think next week you're going to be traveling, so we're going to try to do a show. Have you come in remotely here, so you won't have your amazing backdrop. Yeah, I'll, it, it'll, it'll probably be pretty plain, but it'll. But I'll, at least I'll be on. Too bad it could get you out of a white white castles in the background. <laughs> that could be arranged. <laughs> but I'd have to have some white castles too, so to go to the store, I guess. Anyway, so that's going coming next week. Again, we have a few, double header on Saturday, <clears throat> double header I guess on Sunday too. We got F one and NASCAR. So coming down to the end of the season here, only a few races left in NASCAR. So. So everybody have a, yeah, everybody be safe, have a, hope you enjoy the races and we'll be back next week. Yep. We're out of here. All right. See ya.